It's like, yeah, like embrace it, man. You, you're, you're starting the journey where you're at. It's so awesome where you're, where you're going to wander, where you're going to go. Like, it's great. Don't, you don't need to be there yet though. You're here now, you know, just, yeah, go, go that way for sure. Like, that's the way you want to go, go. But like, you know, um, you're here now, you know, this is where you're at right now. And and the more that you just own that and let that be the, the, the easier a lot of this stuff's going to become, right? The, the, the more of a flow you're going to just find in the whole thing. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hey everybody, just a quick public service announcement. The following episode unfortunately experienced a few technical issues with some remote recording stuff that came up that we can't really do very much about. We've cleaned it up as best as possible. The episode's still fairly listenable, but just so you know that this episode has a couple of audio glitches, I suppose. So uh, we apologize for that and... Hopefully you enjoy the conversation we had because it was definitely a good one. All right, that's it. Welcome to the show, people. Welcome to the show. All right, we're doing a artist wisdom series. I love these, Evan. They're so fun. They're always interesting. They always seem to somehow relate to something that I find I'm going through in the moment anyway. So... To me, it's kind of just a creative way to talk about what I'm going to talk about anyway, but uh, with some wisdom behind it, you know, maybe to be incorporated. So the quote here, if uh, you're interested, people, is anything more than the truth would be too much. And this is a quote by Robert Frost. Thanks to Evan, who brought this one <laughs> in today for show and tell. And uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Was it, what, what about this one uh, called out to you today? Well, I, I think it was just, based on some of the things you were you were saying to me and uh it made me think of some other things that i've learned um from other people and and particularly within um within acting uh as well so there might be a, some other quotes that come through through today to uh to fill in on this one but um yeah there's this i think there was something about you know, there's something about this idea of trusting our efforts, you know, and meeting the moment for what it is, you know, for what it actually is for, for being present. Um, and I think that something that you had said was, you know, like arriving to the needs of the moment or something like that, you know, which is, I think we were talking a little bit about, uh, I guess, systems to a certain extent. We maybe didn't use that word, but, you know, very often I think that we try to show up to a, up to situations with, with everything pre-planned and 
so often it's just that that can that can destroy you just as much as it can as it can benefit you um because you you when you're incapable of meeting the moment for what is actually required um you might not actually show up with what's actually with with what you actually need mm -hmm. right um uh something i'm trying to remember what it was that you were talking about um specifically you know it was like sometimes you've got to yeah you're talking about how like sometimes you know when when we have fear you know when fears come up or something we you know sometimes you've got to be gentle with yourself sometimes you've got to give yourself space right and other times you've just got to dive into it right and it's not you know there, there'll be people who will say like no you just got to do it this way and this way and this way and it's like well their wisdom is knowing which one to use right at any moment because what one thing might not be appropriate in one situation for another and and um so anyhow it was all of that part of the this sort of conversation that we were having beforehand that made me think about this sort of particular phrase there was there's one from my acting teacher which we'll probably bring up at some point but um and it made me think of this one and and what i love about quotes is that you know sometimes you know i have an idea or you have an idea or we have an idea and and you can point to something and say like hey it's not just it's not just us talking about this there's there's uh you know some pretty notable figures and people who have who have touched on this and in this case the um you know the great one of the most probably one of the most quoted most known poets um in history robert frost right anything more than the truth would be too much um and i think that that has a lot to do with how we meet the present moment um and how we and how the, the kinds the, the way that we approach our lives the way that we do things in our lives i think that there there's such extraordinary uh implications and and wisdom to these like i mean how many words how many words is that right one two three four five six seven eight nine in those nine words <laughs> there's a lot um that we can we can draw from it so uh yeah no i'm i'm excited to i'm excited to dive into this and and see where it goes yeah me too man this is um yeah thinking about it as you're talking anything more than the truth would be too much i feel like this has been a, a little bit of a, a kind of a, a topic we've been covering over the last few episodes i feel like we always kind of bleed into the next one you know and there's something connected about it and um you know as i was re-listening to one of our past episodes and just getting it uploaded. I like to like re-listen to it and, you know, go through it. And, um, there was a point where I was talking about dating and I was thinking, you know, as, as you were talking now, I was like, well, this rel relates to dating. It's all, it's all connected. It's all like the same thing, but it's like anything more than the truth would be too much. And I was thinking about, you know, for going up and talking to somebody. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be dating. It could just be meeting 
somebody who you want to be a friend, right? Like it doesn't have to, you don't have to put it in that context, but anything more than the truth would be too much tells me it's like in the moment when you go and approach this person, you have to acknowledge the truth of whatever that might be. And, and there's sometimes you're going to approach somebody and you can, if you're paying attention, you can see, well, this person isn't too open right now. And you can be mindful of that and you can, you can actually respond in a way, or even if you're still committed to connecting with them and just be like, Hey, like, look, I want to disturb you. Like, you know, whatever. But I just mm-hmm. felt like I needed to come up and say hi. And, and, and you know, um, and whatever, or you, you say hi to them and then you kind of get back this, maybe a more negative response, something you weren't hoping for. The, the truth is that's what happened, right? You got this response that wasn't warm or welcoming. And so you need to respond to that. The, you need to accept that that happened. That's a truth, right? And anything more than that, anything other than that, it's just too much. It's not going to work. It's not going to land. And I feel like, you know, to, to, to further this conversation, just I find this to be so true with the way that I do art and the way that I motivate myself to do my goals and my dreams and not just art related. But when we were talking about beforehand, something that my, my like system, my approach to doing a lot of things in life is always throw yourself into it, go for it. It doesn't matter. Your, that's kind of been my approach, but I'm finding that it doesn't always work. It works a lot of the time. It's a great like blunt instrument kind of just like power through, do it. But sometimes it just does not work. It's not the right approach. And there's no amount of force that I can apply to get through something. And so something I've been learning is that I have to adapt my strategy when it comes to fear and resistance. And instead of being like, just jump in and do it, I have to be kind to myself and I have to be like, it's okay. You're feeling resistance. You're feeling scared. Like what's going on, you know? And what can we do to mitigate this feeling you're having. And this is me talking to myself. This is me working that out as opposed to just being like, just do it. Don't be a wimp. Like, it's like, it's okay. You feel this right now. It's okay that that's going on. You know, I know you don't want to feel this, but why are you feeling it? And I try to almost talking to like a little kid and like helping that little kid, like work that out, you know? And, and if it's funny because one last thing I'll just say about this is when you think about how you deal with somebody you love versus how you deal with yourself can sometimes be very different (laughs) because I realize I don't treat myself with all the most love all the time. But if it was like a little kid, I would, I would give them so much grace. Like like myself, a little grace. Learn, I learn, I do that. You know, maybe that approach is a little more truthful to where I'm really at, you know? Maybe I am like a little kid sometimes, and maybe I need to treat myself a little bit kinder that way so that I have the encouragement to do the thing that I say I want to do. So, you know, and that that might be more true in the moment than um, say the, the guy that's like, you're a man, like force yourself, be a soldier, be a warrior, whatever, right? Like that kind of attitude. Whereas like maybe in truth, sometimes I'm just not a warrior and I'm not a soldier that day. And I just, I'm not going to be, and that's not going to work for me. And, um, you know, and, and maybe there's a time and a place for that, for some people who are maybe too soft on themselves, maybe they need to toughen up in some moments, just be like, just go for it and see what's possible. But anyway, um, this is something that's coming up for me in this conversation. I mean, it's interesting because I think that led to it, but so well, what are your thoughts on that? 
approach um because i think that's what you were referring to when you called it systems or yeah. am i mistaken yeah no no i i think it it's like yeah like by systems i, I kind of mean like you know coming in with these sort of ideas of like one size fits all like uh ideas which uh you know i think that for many of us it's the temptation you know like you want to just have everything figured out before you 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 move forward with something but you know very often it's just like that's that can become problematic as well you know it's not to say that pre i think that preparation is absolutely an important aspect of um you know being a uh what you might call a professional in in any field but you've always got to know this that there's this element of anything can happen you know which is one of the the things i love uh one of the things that i love about about acting um and that i it, it which is amazing that so many actors don't actually realize this and it's one of the things i i first always try to stress to actors who come in and start working with me is that understand that your job as an actor is fundamentally an improvisation like it, it's it comes down like when it comes down to what you're actually doing to performance it comes down to a moment to moment open sensitive vulnerable response to what is happening right in front of you i don't give a shit what you planned or thought in your head you know, last night before you showed up today, <laughs> like that's all good. Like there's, there's, yeah. there's work that you do. You're understanding the story. You're understanding, you know, the themes you're understanding, you know, parts about who this person is that I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against that, but what I'm saying is that like fundamentally you've got like your job is an improvisation. Like it comes down to, to a listening thing. Um, and I think that that's, there's a there's something that we can glean from that within you know all areas of our of our lives which is just like yeah you can prepare you can plan and all of these things but then you've got to you've always got to meet the moment for for where it's for where it's at um and it's interesting because like i i do want to get into some other aspects but i think this does have a lot to do with uh you know, this quote that we're, we're taking on, right? Like this, because I think that that, that over prepping and over planning, um, can be, and that control, uh, it can be an aspect of actually trying to bring more than, than the truth, right? Like, and it's, definitely within again I'll, I'll use acting because you know i know it and it's <laughs> it's it's an, an easy place for me to describe this but uh and it's something that's been identified a long time ago like uh and probably even before stanislavski but stanislavski is like kind of the oldest person that i know of who said this but um he used to refer to this thing that actors do as as a little plus uh the little plus and he would he would always be on his actors to be just like cut basically cut that shit out like get that get the little plus out of your acting out of your performance right and he was speaking to the same thing like i want you to be truthful i want you to be honest i only want real human behavior and and response 
up on stage, but actors have this whole thing of like, no, no, well, I've got to, I've got to put a little something else into it. Right. I've got to, I've got to make it more showy. I've got to make it more interesting. I've got to, you know, we don't trust that the truth is enough. Hmm. Just a, just the simple truth of something is enough. So there's this desire to like, oh, I've got to, I've got to make it more. And so often it just, it just fucking ruins it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, in, and, 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 Audiences are pretty smart, you know, uh, to to a large degree with uh, with with acting to to in, in many extents where it's like you can audiences can smell when there's bullshit, you know, where it's just like, hey, like that was, you know, and, and even if someone doesn't have a have a super strong sort of eye for it, most people can recognize something like, you know, the difference between, you know, just an okay actor and like a Philip Seymour Hoffman. You know, like, or it'd be like, whoa, yeah, that whatever that person is doing is incredible, right? Like versus versus someone who's just kind of doing an okay job. I'm not going to say any names on that on that end of the spectrum, but it's like, <laughs> you know, you can audiences, I think, can recognize that because there's a layer of of that truth. There's less of that of quote unquote acting going on. You know, and that's usually when you can spot somebody acting is when they're just, they're doing too much, right? And and instead of just being the truth of what's, of of what is happening. So, um, and to, to I'll, I'll throw this quote in there now, but it was something that one of um, my acting teachers used to say, which was, um, be the truthful expression of exactly what is happening as it's happening nothing more and nothing less. And, you know, there's sort of, he, he presented like a flip side of this, right. Where like Robert Frost is saying like, don't do anything more than the truth. Cause it'd be too, more than the truth would be too much. Um, which there's a certain thing that's coming to my mind now. That's an important aspect of, of that, that quote, which I'll have to try and remember, but you know, this aspect of well, as well as like nothing less, right. Like you, you have to, like just let the truth be the truth like you have to get there but but don't go further than it don't mm. go further than 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 the truth because because yeah like anything more than the truth would be too much right like it's what else are you trying to do at that point you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that like which, which to me is the, the the question of this whole thing like like what are you trying to do beyond truth like what's what's more what what is more can possibly be more valuable more important than than that thing and for me i just go yeah like that anything more that we're trying to do is just complete complete ego mm. okay so what's coming up for me is the evolution of art and i studied art history a little bit um and when I when I appreciate about art history as a study and just as an understanding is how art evolved over time and why it evolved and what what kind of went on there, and there was a point where ultra realism was sought after as like this is what makes a great painting, for example. Mm-hmm. And then, and I don't know the lineage, so excuse me for those you know art history buffs out there who are like <laughs> actually it was this order. I don't know the order, but there I I. I know some of the terms so um like surrealism and things like that where where art 
kind of had realism, but it had an emotional and energetic truth influenced into it. And where the, the realism almost became boring and, and, and so it wasn't impressive anymore. And I'm sure there's a variation of reasons, but people started to adventure into like almost using realism as a dream. And then, you know, and, and when you look at art and you see how art evolves, it, the expression is still truthful. And, you know, what kind of brought me to that thought is a, is a film, like as a filmmaker, when I was, I remember when I was in my first film art classes and studying and stuff. And I remember I had a teacher who was saying like, realistic is not always what makes a good film. And, and I remember them saying that like almost day one. And I remember when I was younger thinking like realism, that's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm trying to go after. And it took me a few years to really bring that into like my understanding of like what was really meant by that comment. Um, but there's a movie that I, I just love as a movie because I just find it so impressive as a piece of art is Wolf on Wall Street, the Wolf on Wall Street. And the reason why I find it so impressive, Martin Scorsese made that movie as a director, as a filmmaker, he brought a vision to it where it has a quality which is larger than life. Mm-hmm. I know that it didn't happen that way. I know that it wasn't really like this, but it probably felt like this. And and to, to me, that seems so truthful. Like it probably felt, because these guys were on drugs all the time and they were living with so much money and so much excess and so much just like for 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 a number of years, which is really short in 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 reality, it probably all seemed like a dream. Like it all just seems so out of this world. And mm-hmm. for most of us who have never had that kind of wealth or that type of access, it gives us a chance to enter that world and see how intoxicating it is mm-hmm. and and wildly destructive because you're not actually, because these characters are out of touch with reality, but they don't feel like they are. And I love how the movie makes you feel like you're in their world. Yeah. And it seems true and it seems real, although it's not realistic at all in that respect. Like in 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 real life, it wouldn't really be like that. But there is elements of grounded realness in it. And it has a quality that's beyond, I, I, it's like beyond life. And I feel like for me as a, as a filmmaker, as an artist, for whatever reason at this point in my career, that's something I'm very interested in exploring as an artist. Whereas I want to take people into a grounded reality and then push them into the feelings and the dreams that of the experience. And so one of the reasons why that movie resonates with me so much is because they took a scenario, a life, and they made it into something that was, you know, just larger than life. And I thought that was so magical and impressive. And yet I still was totally wrapped up in the world. I still bought it. I still went along for the journey. It was a roller coaster ride for me. I didn't agree with it. I'm not going to say that the characters were morally sound or I liked them as people yeah. in real life, even right. But like, it's still, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I get it. This is probably what it was like for you guys. This is probably a sense of what this was. And no wonder you got so caught up in it. And no wonder you it got so out of control. And no wonder you 
didn't realize how horrible you were being because you probably were on like a, you were on a trip, man. You were like on a trip <laughs> and you were headed for a disaster, a crash, but while you were on it, it was probably sure a lot of fun, you know? And I think there's some part of us all that that fast life, we're all a little bit excited about. But mm -hmm. my point is, let's bring it right back. It's nothing more than the truth. To me, it wasn't realism on point, but it was still truthful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, I, I yeah, I, I, it's interesting because like, as we're going through this quote, I think that's an important thing to keep, keep in mind that we're not saying like, yeah, the truth is realism because that's not what the truth is. The truth is also a feeling. It's also a sense. It's also a bunch of things. It's emotions. It's all sorts of stuff. And art has no bounds in in how it will relay those messages. As long as they're truthful, it it is open for you to do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's something I need to. Yeah, you know, I, I it is making me think of another quote that I've heard. I don't know who said this and, or if I'm saying this ex exactly right, but it's like, don't let reality get in the way of the truth or something like that. I can't remember who it was that, uh, that said something to that effect, but yeah, I think there's a, there's a distinction to be made between those things, especially in, in the realm of, of art and creative expression, right? It's like, like the sort of thing of like real and real and truth. Well, it's like, they're not, they're not exactly the same thing, right? Like as you were pointing out, like did some of these things really happen in that exact way? No, but there was something that was more important for, for the director. And that's where the kind of the creative expression comes in, um, which is that, look, the truth of this was this, as you're saying, like, was this feeling, was this ride, was this thing that was going on? That was, that was the truth of how wild it is. In order to, to convey that, you know, sometimes you, you've got to, you know, he made choice to say like, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to do a little something different with how we're presenting this because there's, because if I just tried to, to put it out, like, put it out exactly for, for how it happened. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't translate through the medium, right? It wouldn't, it wouldn't come through this, this thing that I, I, the truth of this thing that I think is more important than, than all. So I think that there's, there is a distinction to be made there in terms of, of truth versus reality. And, you know, art is always concerned with trying to at least for me, I, I was just thinking about this today. I was going for a walk down down the beach um, this morning, and I was, you know, thinking about this this for me like this fact that art is so concerned with being able to express the unexpressible. Um, that that is trying to deal with something that is um irreducible right like in terms of we live very much in a in a world and a culture which um tries to reduce things um 
you know, with expressions like, oh, it's just this or it's only that, you know, and and it removes some of like the the. You know, for one, I think it's very it's a very shallow thing to say. It's a very lazy thing to say. Um, it's a dismissive way of of just trying to deal with um, the mysteries and the mystery of what it is to be human um, and and the fact that we exist. And art is something that that tries to 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 find a way to address those things in a way that we go oh yes that 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 touches us in a in 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 a place that sort of the the cold hard facts just can't can't do it like there's a reason why like take this for example you're going through a really hard time in your life right do i want to listen to a maybe like a neuroscientist or or maybe I'm I'm using the wrong field, right? But neuroscientists are saying like, well, your feelings of sadness and depression are uh, simply um, uh, these chemicals um, reacting with these uh, these parts yeah. in in your brain, and uh, and and that's 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 just what's happening. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. That's real, like. <laughs> <laughs> is is that really help? I don't know. Maybe there's someone who's just like, oh yeah, that's useful to me. But it's like, no, what I need is I need a to listen to a song or a or a poem, or I need to watch a a, a movie or something that 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 can express this heartache or something in a way that I just go, oh yes, like that that you you've you've said the unsayable of, of this experience because that's the that's the thing is that that sort of cold hard fact like as as much as yes there's tr- I, i'm not denying that that there isn't a truth to it i'm sure that all of those chemicals and signals are happening i'm not i'm not refuting that but to say it's only that is is i think uh a, a great error for us to 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 make in our in our lives and and I think that we recognize that that is an error be- why because we still listen to songs and read poetry and stories and all of these things because it speaks to this experience where those mm. other things don't speak to the experience it might be speaking to yes a physical a kind of physical reality but it doesn't it's, it's not talking to me about the experience and it's not giving me that that comfort, that perspective that I actually need as a human being. And that is where, um, that is where art is, I think, deeply concerned. Um, if not, you know, if not the most concerned. So I don't know. I, I I feel like I just went down a rabbit hole with that one a bit, but, uh, (laughs) it's a good rabbit hole or something. Thing, you know, it reminded me of very, very early on in the podcast. I, I remember, and I, I remember you talking about it, but I don't remember in the context. So, excuse me if I misquote, but I remember you brought this up, and we we're, it was not only said this, and I'm not quoting you, but you essentially said something along the lines of, My concern is that they don't consider the experience enough. Like, like everything's about these, these, and this, but 
there's this experiential element, which is very important in life and in art and everything. And I, I really do agree with that. I feel like it's one of those things where you don't always have to understand it. I mean, by all means, go out and try and understand it. <laughs> Why not? Sure. If that, if you care, but like you're living and you're experiencing and like when I did ayahuasca the first time <laughs> I went to another reality outside of this one that was as real as this one is for me and I recognized that there were probably chemicals going off in my brain and I'm having a dream that feels real and blah, whatever but I experienced it as though it was like a real memory, as though it was like something that really happened. And it was fucking incredible and frightening and amazing and all of the things. But it was also larger than life, too, in a way, you know, but it was a very, very real and true experience for me. So I think there is an element of experience that we we simply just need to acknowledge and honor and when you're when you're letting the experience um i don't know have its day i suppose right like just i don't know how to put it like you 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 go through the same event as someone else but you have your own experience of it that's true that's real for you. Is it what really happened? Is it the truth? Well, I mean, who knows, right? But it's your truth. It's it's your real. And I think this is the thing is like, I think it's it's good to be able to acknowledge the fact that like, you know, sometimes when I talk to people about ayahuasca, for example, I've tried to be, everyone's like, when I tell people my story, everyone's like, oh, wow, that sounds so amazing. <laughs> Listen, you're probably not going to have bad experience. Like, it's going to be your own thing. Um, but, you know, and so I'm trying to be careful because there's this weird retelling of the story, Evan. When I first had my experience, I was like, never again will I ever do ayahuasca. That was fucked. Um <laughs> <laughs> but then I had processed, I walked away and I thought, wow, that was amazing. What I, it is a wonder. It's just amazing. If you went in thinking, oh, I'm going to walk out like Brandon and have this wonder. <laughs> There's so many variables. I'm just saying like the truth has so many variables. You know what I mean? And this is the thing. It doesn't matter necessarily if your truth is different than my truth, as long as it's true for you at that moment, at that time. And if it's not true tomorrow, I don't, don't care because it's true today. It's true right now. And that's what matters. You know, and I think this is a thing that, of, of this talk is like, like I was talking to my class uh, the other day when I was saying, you know, like, well, you know, one of my life ambitions is to be a millionaire. And today... Do I act like a millionaire? Do I behave like a millionaire? Do I do the things that it would take to be a millionaire? And it's like, well, maybe not. And maybe that needs to change. And maybe I need to grow to that. Maybe I need to mature. Maybe I need to evolve. Maybe I need to figure some things out. Maybe I need to be more disciplined, blah, 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 whatever. But what's true for me today is that it's still an ambition. 
but what's also true to me is maybe I'm not living in accordance to that ambition. And so I can change, I can evolve, I can grow. But if I go and I acknowledge that there's a discrepancy between what I want and where I am, that can help me figure out how to close the gap. And everything is like that. You know, if you don't know how to make a film or you don't know how to write a script, one of the first things I do when I talk to people is I try to go, where are you at now? And where do you want to go? Because I know that today you wouldn't be talking to me if you want my help to write a script because you'd already know how to write a script and you already know how to do it you need to do. So where are you at now? And where do you want to go? And let me try to help you cross the bridge. I can do the same work with myself. If it's between where I am today and being a millionaire, if that's where I truly want to go and I stay, want to stay true to that path and keep going along that line, I simply have to acknowledge the truth of where I'm at and the truth of where I want to go and then start to figure out what's the bridge that would need to be built between here and there. And I can't be more than what I am right now in this moment. I am what I am, but I can work at being who I think I want to be. I can, I can build towards that. And that will be more true tomorrow as I take another step in that direction. But today I'm here and today I am who I am. And today I'm not a millionaire and that is what it is. But you know, if I pretend I'm a millionaire today, I'm just like, I'm deceiving myself, you know? But if I go, you know what, I'm going to commit today to behave what I think like a millionaire would behave like. That's in a way a truthful acting thing because it's true to what I think a millionaire would do. You know what I'm saying? I'm just making up an idea, right? And then that's what acting is in a way. That's what all of this shit is. It's just like, let's just role play it out. <laughs> when I had this other job, and I have to mention this, this is really funny because we were talking about this in class and it was such a great moment. Because we were talking about how like we take shit too seriously. And and I used this example. I was like, you know, it's like you're playing cops and robbers with your friends and you're like nine years old. We did this around my block when I was a kid. We played cops and robbers. We had our cap guns and everybody's playing around. But it'd be like if somebody was like, no, man, I'm really a detective. <laughs> I'm really a cop. It's like, dude, we're just playing cops and robbers. Like there's a certain point where you have to be like, I'm still playing here. Like a role of what I think I'm trying to do here. Like, I'm not that. I'm just, I'm playing at it. Like, the truth is also a bit of a game. It's like, maybe you don't know what a detective is really like, but you're nine years old and you're playing it out for real with your friends because it's fun. But you don't really know what it's like, but you're playing at it and you're doing it truthfully for you based on what you know. And that's the truth. You know what I mean? And like, you know, actors, you can get into this whole thing where it's like, I want to know more. I want to know more. I got to do my research. I got to figure every little detail out. Well, good for you. Right. But like you, you're, you're still, still playing at it. You know what I mean? You're using, you got to use what you got in a way, like nothing more than what you got. This is all you got. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe you can pair this into something, Evan, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on a rant, but this is like an interesting little uh, line of thought that I've been working through where, um, you know, uh, just having a little bit of fun with it all, you know, and not, and being like, this is a big kind of lesson that I've been learning through it all is like in the pursuit of something, it doesn't have to be so serious. It can be like, yeah, like, so what, so what I'm not there yet. I am where I am. I'm on my way there. Oh, I'm working on it. It doesn't have to be today. 
It doesn't have to be tomorrow. It might be three years from now, maybe five years, it might be 10, it might be 20 years from now. But like, I'm on my way there. And that's the truth. And one day I might show up there and then it'll be, that'll be done and I'll want something else. And that, and then I'll be on my way there, wherever the hell that is. But I am where I am right now. And that's what the truth is. Right. And I feel like that's a big part of this conversation is like, you've got to start where you're at. Yeah. And, and starting where you're at with some, as you're saying like that, like a kind of lightness, you know, like without, because I think it's that sort of, that that very serious attitude that that is a bit of a a bit of a blinder uh because that's usually when when someone starts taking something too seriously you know it's like it it ruins the game for everybody right like it it just it's just like suddenly like you're just you're just such a m- miserable bastard to be around um when when someone just starts taking the game way too seriously um and yeah it's always got to like you know it's i was listening to um i was just listening to uh the recent episode of uh Joe Rogan he had uh Louis CK uh on on the show and uh, and Louis was saying how on, at, on like the bottom of his sort of like where he writes down his his notes in terms of like when he's trying new material and he's working working jokes out and stuff like that. Um, at he's like at the bottom of of every single page, um, he he has written down something like. Um, remember it's play or remember it's it's fun right like to have fun because otherwise what's the point in doing it you know and like and and you know he was acknowledging like almost anything that you do in your life that you that you give yourself to doing even something that you love can become uh it can it, it still comes with its challenges it still comes with its 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 hard days and remembering that hey like some and sometimes you need to just have reminders for yourself to be like oh yeah right this is just fun and play and i can i think anybody can see just how for like a comedian especially like that's your job is lightness to to a, a huge degree your job is to is to share is to share lightness not, and as well as shed light on very uh, tough issues very often, right? Very uncomfortable things and to be able to to say the things that you're not supposed to say, but say them in a way that we can palate it and we can just, and we can have a laugh about it, right? And if you're a comedian, you're not and you're how how can you possibly share lightness if you're taking what you're doing too seriously? it It makes you 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 would become ineffective at your role at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think that for most of us, we could, because it's like, well, like, even if, if maybe you're doing something that you love, maybe you're not, but given the option of, would you rather be able to do this thing with 
lightheartedness and and uh and with more of a sense of lightheartedness and fun and play or would you rather it be like a very serious thing that you're showing up to every single time right i think most sane human beings would say i would rather show up with lightheartedness and joy and all mm -hmm. of those things to it because but coming back around to the quote that we have here on on with truth i would i would argue that that place makes it makes it an easier thing to approach it makes it an easier thing to access it makes it um because it makes us more open you know when we're when we are um light and not taking things too seriously we're actually more receptive right we don't have as many walls up we don't have as many like we're 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 opened up to life and when we're more opened up to life and more able to receive we're better able to recognize acknowledge the truth of a situation when it when it happens um at least that's my that's my hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know it's like life can be really hard and i think that when we take life too seriously these hard moments can become so much harder and i'm not going to say that it's easy to make this shift but you know finding a finding a certain sense of lightness uh, about the moment is is an important skill to develop like I think you got to be careful with the truth in the sense that you are more in control of it than you realize. And there are certain things about the truth which perception changes it, and you have control over perception. And what I mean by that is that if you're going through like a breakup, for example, you're not the only person who's ever gone through a breakup and you're not the only person that ever will go through a breakup. And you can, you can look at it and, and you can say, this is the, this is the worst. Like I'm in, I'm in the most terrible position or you can be like, I'm in good company. You know, I'm, I'm, I've joined the human race in heartbreak. I got to experience this in my own way with everybody. And like, if you looked at it as like being included, maybe it would be a little bit different for you in how you interpreted it. Because yeah, like the events happen, but how you interpret it, how you process it, how you work through it, you know, there's room there. There's art there. And, you know, I would suggest to anybody, because I've gone through a hard time and I've been too serious about it and I've come out the other side and I look at it and say like, man, if I walk away from this life 
And I've had all these experiences, experiences that many will never have. I should count myself lucky, even if they're hard. I should count myself, like if I'm going through some type of difficult thing, instead of looking as like, oh man, I'm going through this horrible thing. This is so horrible. It feels horrible. But look at it like, hey man, like you get to experience this in life. And one thing I can tell you about a hard time is if you make it through, man, you're going to come through wise. So don't focus on the hard feeling, focus on the wisdom that you're getting, like focus on what you're getting, right? Like, like, and it's, it's an attitude of gratitude. It's the whole, like being appreciative. It's all of that stuff, but it's all the, you know, it's all real, man. It's all like, sound like a hippie. So real, man. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, like, like, these moments that you're living, um, the feeling that you have is real and true for you in this moment. But you're not, you're not at the mercy of it. Like in a in a crazy way, we are all so godlike in that respect because we can alter the way that we remember things. We can alter the way we see things and perceive things, and that's so godly it's so incredible that we can take something that's absolutely horrible and find silver linings in these things and we can find nuggets of gold and we can find these like truly beautiful things and we make fucking movies about it and we write songs about it and we do paintings about it and we do all sorts of shit about it and this is to me like that's so much what art is um I was talking with a friend last night. We were talking about this game, The Sims. I brought this up before, but every once in a while, I just crack open this game, The Sims. And I have this, it's like an experiment for me. I play it for a little bit and then I, I you know, I try something out. But he was like, he was really interested in my process with it. And uh, we had a great talk about it. And I said, you know, this one time I, I was really down in my life. So I opened up The Sims. And what I did was I created this character who was like gloomy. Because I just felt gloomy all the time. I was like, what the fuck do I do with this? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what I found out, Evan. Every time like, I went to like write a book or write a screenplay or do something like that, I would utilize the gloomy feeling as the sim and turn it into some type of art piece. And so what I started doing was I started using that in my life. And you know what? I wrote this great script called Love Lust, and it's been probably the best story I've written to date. And it's very... It's very emotional. <laughs> it makes people cry. But it came out of this beautifully deep, heartfelt time in my life. And I turned this this very uh, emotional, challenging thing into something that was beautiful. And I just think it's amazing we can do that, you know? And so, like, I'm, I've moved beyond that. I've transcended that stage. It would be very difficult for me to ever write that again the way that i wrote it but i had to look at that gloominess because it was the only way i ever process of art like that so you know this is the thing man i'm i'm just i'm i want to be a champion for people and i just really believe that if we use the truth to benefit us to serve us if we're grateful for it we can come out the other side and and really appreciate it even if it's difficult and hard while we're in it um you know, and there's you have a big poster or a big not big painting in your in your house. This too shall pass. Just mm-hmm. always something I remind myself of. You know, this too shall pass. You know, 
This yeah. is the truth now, but not forever. Yeah. And who knows what the truth will be tomorrow, but it, we're here today. We're doing this podcast at this moment. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like these little things and people, they almost like throw away statements sometimes for people, but like, it really is. It is what it is. <laughs> we're here now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and and so often like we're we're actually deluded in our sense of understanding the truth of what's going on. Hey, everybody! This is Evan, and this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called "The Actor's Awakening: Connecting Spirituality to Craft." Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way and develop practices to take your work to another level. Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. All right, everybody. So this talk, we had a little brief little break and we're back at it. So, um, that rarely happens for us because we like to just go right through, but <laughs> it's what happened today. And, and as we we're just talking about, it is what it is. So, um, you know, whatever, like, I think, I think what's interesting about this whole talk is that we're talking about just basically not putting some extra thing on because you somehow feel like this isn't enough as it is. And I think that's like a big part of what we're really talking about here. Yeah, it's a huge part of what. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that. Um, you I see you in. nodding. I, I wanted to toss it to you, but maybe <laughs> I did it awkwardly. Um, yeah, yeah, like I yeah. mean, that's kind of what we're talking about here. Really, it's like maybe, maybe that's where we need to take this conversation because I feel like we covered really, we got the the basis of what we're doing here, and we opened up to the flexibility of art. But why do we do these little extras? And like, what is going on where we can't accept the truth of the moment as what it is? Like, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a, a lot of it. Oof, man, this is that that's a big thing to I think to bring up at the a late stage of uh, <laughs> of the game here. But let me take a crack at it because uh, I do feel like this is in many ways something that, I work on a lot with actors, especially very early on is, yeah, like what, what are those things that get in the way of us being able to show up fully presently um, uh, as who we are with what we are. And, you know, very often, I think there's this thing of, we have all of these things that we, that we want to happen and we're carrying that around with us in the stuff that we do. So for actors, you know, it's, it's all, I, I want to, you know, you want to be a great actor, right? And so you have all of these ideas of what that is. And you have all these ideas of what a great actor is it's like, okay, well, great actors, uh, you know, they, they, they have emotions. They, uh, you know, like, you know, they, they get angry and they, and they, and they cry and they, you know, they, they do all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, yes, they, they certainly, um, they certainly have access to their emotions, but 
you know, so a lot of actors, you know, kind of jokingly within the world, you know, they show up just, you know, trying to be angry and trying to cry all the fucking time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's totally, it, it's a total misunderstanding of, of what you're doing. So anyhow, you know, actors are showing up with all of this stuff, um, that before they've even begun to do anything, and, you know, and, and wanting to be interesting, wanting to be funny, wanting to, you know, wanting to look good, wanting to, um, you know, look stupid, not wanting to look stupid. Like there's all of this, there's all of this stuff. And again, for me, like the big word that I bring up, I, I say it's the big C word in my, in my classes, but it's, it, it is control, right? There's all of this control that's based on all of these ideas that you have about what this thing is that you are doing and in many ways the 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 first step of the work is just like well let's let's and and which is why I love Meisner work so much and and how I don't know how he figured this out to the it, with this sort of training and and these exercises of repetition that he that he built i don't know how he figured this out but i think it's just brilliant but essentially he figured out a way how to force people into into rapid spontaneous um real contact with another person like where where you you pretty much don't have much choice you know and and the and you it, it's funny to watch the mind trying to step in and take back over and take control again. And, and we just kind of keep pushing. It's like, no, like let's give up control. Just, just react, just respond. And, uh, and to what you were saying, like, that's usually one of the things that I, I say to people at the end of at least my very first, um, you know, my first sort of intro introduction courses is that sort of the end of a certain section I say, you know, one of the most beautiful things for me about this work is that it is the recognition and practice that who we are is enough, right? That you can show up here with another human being and just, and just be in the truth of uh, like, and just simple truths, not, not like, not, we're not talking about anything crazy or, or any extraordinary circumstances necessarily, just two people really being with each other and being able to recognize uh, the truth of what's of just what's happening between you and this other person mm -hmm. and how fascinating that is, how interesting that is, how exciting that is to be, to, to be existing in that level of aliveness because there is an aliveness that comes with that. Um, and that that is 100% enough that is and and it's it's more than enough yeah and the, the, we i think the problem is uh is there's a distrust of that there's a distrust of it and and again with with actors and i i would encourage everybody who's listening to extend this outside of acting like it's because i think that this does extend well outside this i think this has a lot to do with human behavior um 
and how we are as, as human beings. But that, um, Sorry, I was just <laughs> the radio silence. People I know, I know. It's like I shut off. I know. I it's like I just. Uh, I know. I'm like. I feel like I was just started setting that up and building it, and then so I'm like, let Evan collect his thoughts for a second. You're and, so uh, thoughtful, and, and he'll and he'll get it together. So he'll get thoughtful. it together. But that yeah, this this extends well outside of of acting but that actors are learning how to how to just trust that this this thing is enough to to carry them and ah, there was something i wanted to say to this brandon and as per usual it slips my brain it usually comes back Okay, let, let me just say yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I, like, I, I think, I think you're, you're on to something with the whole thing of like, we want to look good, we want to, we don't want to be embarrassed, we don't, you know, we want to do a good job, all this kind of stuff. I also think that there's this part of us that like, we don't think we'll be accepted as we are because we don't accept ourselves as we are. And I think that has a lot to do with culture and the, the, the kind of sometimes the cultural narratives that get pushed through our society is like, like things about status and about wealth and about like what is beauty and and all of this stuff and then we take that shit on and we run it through some kind of weird filter and we i don't, I don't live up but then we we feel like we can't just show up to do life as we are because somehow we are we have to be this thing and you know i think uh it's very in ways we don't see where in a story did something a certain guy or that's what it is to be you know a desired woman or whatever it might be that you're factoring through what you're seeing right and then you you make this judgment call and then you say well i don't live up to that and it could be on a, a tiktok app or an instagram app it could be thing right but it just somehow it comes and it comes in this very sneaky way and now you're you're trying to to be enough and you're trying to live up to what you think you're supposed to be. And, you know, there's all these things that like women, like we, we run through various degrees and we, we dare so much your issues because, you know, everybody around you is kind of like pumping your tires and just making you feel good and helping you feel assured. Whereas some other people, you know, they just got people around them that are very vindictive or competitive and maybe they're tearing you down all the time. And so, you know, maybe it's just your friend group, but you don't know because it's so normal to you. And so you're just trying to, you know, you're tough, you're being tough, you know, and really you're getting beaten down by maybe your family or your friends or your colleagues or whoever else. And you're just toughing it out every day and you don't realize how much you're toughing it out every day. And so like, listen, I think I said this earlier in the podcast, so I'll say it again. I'm a champion of people because I've been through the hard fucking time. And I'll tell you this, if you're around that are shit to you and you need to you need to look at that and go, okay, it's time for me to make a call. Do I need to move away from 
people? Do I need to do like, because I think the thing is, is like the truth is so subjective. And if you're, you're taking on, it's like going to be encouraging and positive and whatever. And if you're around something that's like vindictive, destructive, whatever, maybe you need to move away from that. Because you might find that you don't have to do a lot of change other than just get out of this environment you're in or whatever. Um, because the perception, as much as we have the ability to decide and control it, we are influenced by our world that's around us. And so I think part of this talk, which is kind of coming up for me now at this point, is just, yeah, like acknowledge the fact that maybe your environment is altering your perception of reality in a way that might not be for the best. And maybe your environment or social circle needs to change. Maybe the media you consume needs to change. Maybe something needs to change to help you see the world and see yourself. Although not changing yourself, just seeing yourself and seeing life differently will help you to live a better life and to live a better truth. Because listen, like, you know, it's that saying, I'll just say one other thing. One person's trash is another's treasure. And you might be walking around with people who treat you like trash and look at you like trash, but to someone else, you might be their treasure. And if you were just around people that treated you like a treasure, you might start to see that you're a treasure, you know? Don't accept people treating you like trash. You're definitely not. I can tell you that for fucking sure. Those people are trash. Anybody who looks at someone like trash is trash. Right. And that's one of the things that helps me get away from toxic people. Cause I go, that is you. I don't take your gift. I don't take your, your thing you're putting on me, your trash. If you see me as something wrong with me, unless you're trying to help me improve, unless you're trying to actually make me better, unless you care about me, love me. I wrote a quote today, Evan, I write something every day. I'll say this one other thing. And I, I don't know, it's kind of off, but it relates to this is I wrote love is looking for you period, always, period. So the, all, the, the look for love, it's looking for you, look for it, you know? And that love is the truth. At the end of the day, love is the truth. Everything else is bullshit. So um, anything other than love would be too much. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's like, I, I think that, that love and truth certainly have a, um, they have a connection to each other that um, would be an interesting thing to uh, maybe explore on another episode. Um, I agree. The connection between love and truth should write that down. Um, how's our, <laughs> how's our connection doing? Are we, uh, are we all right on the, just the technical level? Um, you know, it's been, it's been, a it's, it's been a little bit spotty, but uh, you know what you, you roll with the punches and we'll, uh, and we'll, we'll sort it out. So for everybody who out there for uh, sticking, sticking with us this far, um, thank you very much. And uh, hopefully we'll have everything ironed out uh, in our next one. Um, But I loved everything you had to say. And I, I remembered what I was so uh, ineloquently trying to get to beforehand uh, in this whole thing, uh, which, which is that for so many actors, like this whole thing of just learning to be present and to trust that that is enough. Um, it feels like you're doing nothing. And there's a distrust in that. 
Mm-hmm. There's this distrust and feeling like, oh, I don't feel like I'm working at this. I don't feel like I'm working hard, right? I don't feel like I'm like I am doing this, right? With a capital D, right? I don't feel like I am doing this. Therefore, I must not be doing anything, which means this must be shitty. And that whole distrust creates this overcompensation to deliver more than what is needed, right? To to not meet the moment for what it actually is and for what is actually required. So, and I think that, again, that extends, I think, outside of the world of acting, like how many of us just don't really trust ourselves to respond to the moment, feel that we have to just do all of these other things in order to be, you know, worthy of this or that, where we don't recognize that there might be some, there might be just some inherent part of us that, you know, is our greatest gift that we, we bring with us. The only thing that we have to do is get out of the way for that thing to, to have its place, to take the stage. Right. And very often, I think that that is exactly the case that happens because when we show up with all these ideas of how to do something, we're essentially replacing who we are, our ability to respond with a bunch of these abstract ideas that we've picked up from this person and that person and this person and that person. You know, it's no wonder why Krishnamurti used to say that um, most of us are secondhand human beings, right? Because we're all living in these abstractions of who we are and who we think we're supposed to be and having to put that out there. And then the real us never has, has an opportunity to show up. Never, it never gets that opportunity. And there's a, there's another really great quote that I, I often read to, to my classes, um, which is from, uh, from Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle or however, (laughs) I would just say Tolle, but, um, he, it's, it's quite a long quote, but it, it, it ends with the the kind of ends with this whole notion of like look when you when you can show up in the now without any sense of this person like of of without past future just you um in the sort of the stillness of the now nothing of value is lost and that in fact you're more you than you've ever been mm. right and I often say this one in conjunction with uh, with another quote from uh, Zen in the Art of Archery, which, you know, this master says uh, says to his student, you think that what you do not do yourself does not happen. And it's I, I think it all speaks to this to this whole thing. Why do we try and show up with more than than the truth? You know, why do we distrust ourselves? Why do we feel like everything has to be, you know, this fucking effort all the time, right? And when it might not be necessary whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it, it's a it's a fascinating problem conundrum that I think we we have as human beings is this 
not enough and that that not enough feeling uh i think really truly drives so much of this more than the truth right living in in our ideas of what of what we think should be as opposed to to what is and it's like well mm-hmm. what if that what if what is is always enough mm-hmm. what if things aren't don't need to be any different from from what they are from i know i'm talking quite a lot and i'm bringing up a lot of sort of like i'm i'm bringing up like the greatest hits of some of like <laughs> my favorite like authors and and teachers and stuff like that but um you know my when we did our our episode a while back on um where we answered the question like these questions that we always ask our guests and you know what's the most important book i ever read and i said well you know it was uh, the most important book i've ever read was uh, the Laws of Spirit by Dan Millman. And I remember the first time I read it, there was this sentence, statement, whatever in there, but it posed a, a question of what if what if you trusted that you were exactly where you're supposed to be? What if you lived your life, you know, as if you were exactly where you're supposed to be right now. What, what would that do? How would that change your, your perspective in life? And I remember feeling deeply impacted by it at that time, because at the, at that time, I really didn't feel like I was where I was supposed to be. I I had all of these ideas that I was supposed to be, you know, somewhere else doing these other things and, and whatever. But then it was just like, what if you're exactly where you're supposed to be? And that, that sort of, even if, whether you believe it or not, but if you just try that on for a second, uh, it's one of those, those questions that for me, when I, when I really sit with it, it's kind of like a fog clearing, you know, and suddenly it's, you know, I thought I was kind of trapped in this space and I and, and I discover that I'm actually in a more wide open space than I thought I was for there's there's potential there's possibility there's there's a whole world that uh in front of me that I I forgot was there or didn't realize was there so you know this is it I it might feel like I've been wandering off I I kind of feel like I've I'm wandering off, but I think that this is all related and, and, you know, it's, I'm glad that you brought, brought it into the fold, Brand. this whole thing of like, not enough, not enough, because I, I do actually think that that's central, um, quite central to this quote that, uh, that we started off with in, in this, in this podcast. Yeah. Well, I love what you said, man. I mean, uh, I love that you brought that in here at the end. I really do. I, I, this whole idea that like I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now is it's such a to me that's such an empower, empowering and powerful sentiment to embrace in life and I, I mean it's just like I, I think when, as we've done this podcast you know because we so much of it has been about like a journey right? Like way of the artist, like what, you know, finding your way, making your way, claiming your path, you know, all this stuff, right? Um, Embracing it. But it's like, if we go back to those initial, like first three episodes of like, what are we trying to do here? 
It's like, yeah, like embrace it, man. You, you're, you're starting the journey where you're at. It's so awesome where you're, where you're going to wander, where you're going to go. Like, it's great. Don't, you don't need to be there yet though. You're here now, you know, you just, yeah, go, go that way for sure. Like, that's the way you want to go, go. But like, you know, um, it, it's, uh, you're here now, you know, this is where you're at right now. And and the more that you just own that and let that be, the the, the easier a lot of this stuff's gonna become, right? The 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 more of a flow you're gonna just find in the whole thing. So yeah, I mean, and 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 it's the truth, right? You you are where you are, and uh, you deal with what you deal with as you as you are there. So. Well, man, I mean, listen, this has been a great talk and I could talk a lot more. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say we wrap this. Baby yeah, let's up. do it. I'm let's do it. Mention my beer and uh, you can do the same if you have one. Um, so I'm having another Bowen Island brewing beer. I did one on the last one. I did one again. This is called the Artisan IPA. Delicious blue can. The can isn't delicious. The beer inside of it is. <laughs> That's what I got for you, Evan. What do you nice. got? Uh, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking one from one of one of I think the best breweries in BC, uh, Yellow Dog Brewing Company. And this is a special run, kind of I guess it, end almost end of season on this one. But this is called Foxy the Snowman, uh, <laughs> nice. and it's a California Common. Uh, which is just kind of like a, you know, it's, it's like an ale. It's like a nice, nice, it's just a nice ale. Um, uh, it's easy to drink, but it's kind of got a nice creaminess to it. Um, I'm, uh, I like it, man. Like Yellow Dog, I, I feel like I don't, I don't think I've ever had anything bad from them. So I agree. I agree. Everything they do is, is really solid. And I really like their cans. I like the look of them. <laughs> um, okay, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up first, and then I'm going to okay. ask you. So uh, as we've done this conversation, I mean, I'm reminded of a few things. I think is, um, I'm reminded, you know, that like where I'm at is, is, is perfect. It is what it is. Like it, it is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And there's, there's really nothing there's it needs to be nothing other than what it is and i think like there's an idealistic part of me that's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just yeah that, that's it but it's like <laughs> there's a realistic part of me it's like why are you fighting that and i think that kind of comes back to my main point in the beginning to be kind with myself it's like it is what it is you are, are where you are and like it's okay it, it 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 simply is and and you don't need to fight it you don't need to resist it if this is what's happening and like I think of it as, you know, this has come back to the point of, and I think that one of the lessons I'm walking away from, like, what is self-love is self-love is being okay with where I'm at. That's part of loving me because 
if I was talking to me, an older, wiser version of me, I would say to me right now, don't worry one bit, man. This is exactly where you're supposed to be right now. This is exactly what's supposed to be happening. You see, everything is exactly as it's supposed to be. You don't need to be here where I am today. You're there where you are today. And you know what? One day when you're me and you're looking back at this, you're going to appreciate this moment. So let's just skip that whole rigmarole. Enjoy it today. And then you'll be here and enjoy today when you get here today as well. Uh, you know what I mean? And and I think that is a good motto for life. You know, you can just keep running that kind of over and over again. And like, look, man, like another thing that, you know, uh, you know, good friends and mentors have reminded me of many times is like, if you want to change and you're literally going to do something about it, like you're not going to just sit on your ass and think about it. You're actually going to take an action. You will change. It's just inevitable. Like, and I work a little bit every day to push myself towards where I want to be. And you know what? It works. And I, I don't always know how long it's going to take. Sometimes it takes longer than I like, but ultimately I always end up kind of where I want to be a little closer, at least a step closer. And I, the, the challenge, I'll just say one last thing on this whole thing is really the challenge is the goalpost move because I do achieve where I wanted to be and what I want wanted to get, but then I move the goalpost again and I go, actually, I want to be here. But I have to remember the goalpost was one at one point here and, and it was one point, you know what I mean? And, and maybe not everything has been met. Some things are not getting the attention or care they need, but other things are flourishing and that's okay too, you know, cause that's part of life. Cause it's like attention, right? Where are you putting your attention? Like maybe I'm putting it on career career, career, career. And then you get something with your career. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, like love, romance, friendship. Oh, okay. Put it there, there, there. Right. And then something's getting maybe neglected a little bit. And so then, you know, it's not, it's not that you are at fault for neglecting it necessarily as much as it just weren't paying attention. You just didn't realize the consequences of neglecting that. And now you do. And so now you make up for it and that's, that's life. Right. And makes it interesting because it's a, it's all a juggling act in a big way too. We're, we're all out of place, put it that way. All right. That's what I got, Evan. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I'm glad that at the end of this, like to, to be reminded of a message that um, was very powerful to me many years ago because I feel like I could spend some time with, with that one again. And, you know, the first script I ever wrote on my own on the highway, that was, that was the theme that was the, the, that I was taking on was like, or was this question of like, what if you're exactly where you're supposed to be? Even when you're like, you, you don't, you don't feel that way. You don't think about it, like, what if, and I think that it's, interesting how that has so much to do with a lot of the things that we we've talked about today and and in terms of where we started out this quote like anything more than the truth would be would be too much right and this sort of relationship between these these two these two different ideas these two different uh quotes from some pretty marvelous uh marvelous people because, yeah, I think that most of us, we're, we're constantly inundated with 
ideas and images and, and, uh, you know, and we have this conditioning and all of this stuff that we're walking around with, of these people that we think that we're supposed to be these people that we think we should be. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that makes us all a little bit crazy. And, and this whole sort of, you know, I wrote something down here, um, after like from, from something you were saying, and I wrote down in trying to be accepted, we become secondhand human beings in trying to be accepted. We become secondhand human beings. We so want to be accepted and that's understandable. And it just ends up kind of polluting the water when that's what we're just trying to do when so much of the wisdom of the age has been accept. You have to accept yourself, right? Accept yourself and, and, and who you are. And then from there, something can happen. Something can, can emerge from you that is real and is true and is authentic and is able to be without any, um, without any hangups, without any restrictions. And then the truth of, of your being gets to live and exist and do true things. And I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing. It's an incredible challenge. It's an incredible challenge. But I think that, yeah, I th- I think that we can get to this place of living and creating with more truth through, you know, I think that it's a, it, we, there's this, it, it's like we started this podcast with like almost like a goal, right? Of where we want to be as human beings, which is like to just be expressions of truth, right? Nothing more than that. Nothing and nothing less than that, right? How do we do that? I think that this thing of of maybe recognizing that we're exactly where we're supposed to be and who we're supposed to be right now, I think that that, that sets us down the path towards that thing that I think that we all want. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.